So I recently wrote an article on what I think the community pharmacist role is going to look like during the Amazon pharmacy era. But I wanted to elaborate a little bit on how I think that pharmacist, I'm calling it the personal pharmacist theory. And I wanted to elaborate a little bit more on to, as to how that pharmacist is going to be successful. This new type of pharmacist is going to have to be really good at building relationships with people and also really good at marketing and or working with someone that's good at either one of those things. Because we're, it's going to be up to us to handle our, our current future and to promote our, our current services. It's going to be up to us to let the world know the services that we offer and what knowledge we have as pharmacists, as doctors of pharmacy. And it's going to be up to us to try to build a living around that because I, I do think in the future we're going to have some serious problems with staffing pharmacists at, at pharmacies because of the increases in technology. Or we're going to see a um, you know decrease in demand for pharmacists because corporations are going to try to cut costs to compete with with uh, large companies like Amazon. So I really do think that if you're listening to this, you really need to start you really need to start taking seriously building your personal brand or your reputation as a pharmacist to and learning about marketing to make sure that you can survive in you know the next five to ten years in, in this in this industry. <laughs> Today, I wanted to talk about improvements in dispensing, specifically prescription verifications. The major role of a community pharmacist is to verify prescriptions, and essentially that's making sure that what's written on the prescription is what is going to be given to the patient and you know what's written on that bottle and when that medication is going into that bottle, but essentially is making sure that the what is written on the prescription is going to be what's going to be given to the patient. For example, making sure lisinopril 20 milligrams as written on that prescription is going to be lisinopril 20 milligrams going to the patient. This is actually pretty easy to do. Like just this verification part, it's super easy. It's matching words. And I think that this is going to be replaced in the future. I think that if we follow what's happening in New York, and I think another state also just went to a requirement where prescriptions had to be sent electronically. Being that this is going to be in the computer, a computer is going to be able to recognize what words is being typed or what words is being sent on that prescription. And I think eventually there's going to be a computer software that's going to be able to transcribe exactly what's sent on that prescription and put onto that label, therefore replacing basically the human verification process. Now, a lot of people would actually be scared of the potential of pharmacists not having to verify prescriptions anymore. But can you imagine the amount of free time we would have? The amount of time we'd have to focus on other things like actually providing patient care? Or what about our stress levels? What about the stress? If you're a pharmacist, you know that pressure of having to verify prescription in the craziness of, of a community pharmacy. Imagine not having to deal with that all day. Or we may follow in the UK's footsteps where they currently have something called the accuracy technician. And it's basically pharmacy technicians who are trained to verify prescriptions. And there's a lot of controversy around it because, you know, they don't have a, a pharmacy degree. They uh, sometimes only take a, a training and sometimes an extra training to become an accuracy technician. So there is some controversy around that. But, I mean, who's to say they can't just match words? I wanted to give a tip for people working in the community, in the community setting. You ever hear the term happy wife, happy life? Well, Happy patient, happy pharmacist in the workplace. Well, that's not really a saying, but um, it applies here. So I wanted to talk about how if you can have an influence on the perception of time, 
that in turn can uh, make for a patient's experience to be much better at the pharmacy, while in turn making the quality of life of a pharmacist at work much, much better. So what am I even talking about? Let me explain. It's super important that when a patient comes to drop off a medication, you ask with an open-ended question, when would you like to pick this up? And that's in contrast to the normal, it'll be ready in 15 minutes, or you know, we can have this for you tomorrow. If you tell a patient when the prescription is gonna be ready, you have then forced a decision upon them to uh, decide if they want to wait or not. And a lot of times they feel like they have to wait for that prescription or else, you know, they might not be able to get it or something. Whereas sometimes they didn't even want to wait for that medication in the first place. You know, maybe they wanted to come back tomorrow or, you know, in the next two days, but then you've forced upon them a, a decision of, oh man, now I have to stay at the pharmacy and get this prescription. So by asking an open-ended question like, when would you like to pick this up? You've then given them the opportunity to communicate with you that they either want to wait for that prescription or they'd rather just come back tomorrow. And that just allows them to be a lot more happy at the pharmacy while either waiting for their prescription or coming back to pick it up the next day. Another important thing about the perception of time, though, is that if, if a patient's going to wait for a prescription, let them specifically know at what time it's going to be ready. For example, if it's five o'clock and you, it's a 30 minute wait time, tell that patient it'll be ready in 30 minutes. So at 530, you can come back and get your medications. The reason why that's important is because of the perception of time. If a patient goes and shops or go and does some things, runs some errand, and they come back, if it's before 5.30, they'll know that they're early. But if you didn't tell them that specific 5.30 time and they show back up at 5.17, to them it could have felt like 30 minutes just passed by, and but they don't really know exactly what time it was that you told them it was going to be ready and if they come back and it's not ready, that just that just ends up being a negative experience for that patient, which in turn can lead to negative experiences for that pharmacist's quality of life at work. Having an influence on the perception of time could actually be imperative to having a good quality of life as a pharmacist or as a pharmacy technician inside the pharmacy. Hey guys, really hope you enjoyed that recap of the Alexa briefings from this past week. If you have an Alexa, make sure to add us in your Alexa flash briefing. You can literally just ask Alexa to add RX Radio to your flash briefing and it'll automatically download it. Or you can search on the Alexa skill store, just search RX Radio or you can search pharmacy and it'll pop up uh, on the first page. Also in the store, you can give us a rating. We'd really appreciate your feedback. We'd like to know what you think about it. Flash briefings are fairly new, so any feedback on how to make this better is going to be greatly appreciated. And until next time, see you over the counter.